This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Amber Johnson and Rarity Photography. Nothing gets Amber Johnson with Rarity Photography more excited than an amazing picture. And you know what time of year it is now, Johnny? What time is it? It's starting to be the fall and the Christmas season, which is a huge time for weddings, family Christmas photos, and now is a great time for Rarity Photography. You can get a hold of Amber Johnson at Rarity Photography. You can find her on Facebook. You can email her at rarityphotos at gmail.com, and that's spelled rarity, R-A-R-I-T-Y, photos, P-H-O-T-O-S at gmail.com or you can call her simply at 863-303-3789 and that's Amber Johnson with Rarity Photography. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course, I have Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, Deuce. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good. So, Deuce, we've been playing video games for a while. We have a very, very long time. And this is the first year of the current-gen consoles. The PS4 and the Xbox One celebrated the year anniversaries recently. That it did. I have to say, Deuce, what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> this is going to be the WTF episode of the Happy Hour, folks. Dude, and what I mean by that is games do not games seem to be shipped broken. Yeah, and like they don't even give a shit that they're broken. What is going on? Tom? I don't know, man. Let's start off with the first game that really hit the hit the na- hit the nail on the head. Here is Drive Club. Drive yeah. Club still does not work. Yeah, still doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> People paid $60 and they can't play it. Yeah. Th- which I would is, be angry. I would be going apeshit. I would be angry. It is not. It's not. I mean, you can't even play it because it, mm-hmm. it's a game you have to play online. So, yeah. And, so especially by Evolution Studios, who's put out quality games in the past, what yeah. is going on now with them? I mean, Sony is working hand-in-hand hand to recode the game yeah. from the ground up for the online. <sighs> because they, cause this game was meant to be a socially connected game where you connect yeah. with other people and you had a good time. You would level and upgrade yeah. your car. and get. I mean, it's supposed to in be... In theory, it sounded it looks really, beautiful. really cool. Like when it's yeah. running, it looks gorgeous. And this, yeah. is a, this is a Sony-exclusive title. Yeah. And right now, to be honest... Microsoft has the upper upper hand with their exclusives this yeah. year. I mean, Sunset Overdrive, the Master Chief yeah. Collection, they've got some really nice games to check out that's exclusives. All we really have is uh, Infamous Second Son, which I loved. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I mean... Microsoft seems to have the upper hand right for now. For exclusives right Exclusives, now. yeah, yeah. So, Drive Club, I, I wanted... And they was all supposed to have a PlayStation Plus version for free for us yeah. to check out. Which they've totally shelved. <laughs> I don't think that... I don't think we're going to get back. it. Yeah. But I think it would be smart... If they get it up and running, be like, all right, this is the game we had trouble with. Yeah. Here's the free version, and let's make the it, full version yeah. half off. Yeah. Let's go with 30 bucks. Yeah. People will buy it to, to, you know what I mean? And give and give people store credit that bought it full yeah. price, because that's not fair. Or if nothing else, like, if you they the people that bought it full price be like, look, we'll give you $30 in Sony right. credit, credit for the online store. Right. I think that's totally fair. Like, I wouldn't feel ripped off if, if I had bought it at full price. And they dropped it to thirty, and they but were like, dude, "Look, sorry about that, but here's right. thirty dollars of store credit." It I, is I wouldn't horrible, be upset. dude. Yeah. I don't understand. 
and I, and the game looks good. I yeah. mean, the game looks like it's a lot of fun. And I, and we, as people that own a PlayStation Four, yeah. we want another game we can play exclusively exactly. for our console. Yeah, and you know, it gives you a bargaining chip. You know, yeah. like why this, why you should pick up a PlayStation Four. Yeah, it's like I don't understand. I, like, how does this even? Because this game, if it, just to refresh people's memory. Yeah, because this is not the first time we talk about Drive Club. Especially being delayed, because this got delayed like three times. Oh yeah, because this originally was going to be a launch, launch title, title for the PlayStation, and it was going to be free. It was going to be free. Yeah, this was going to be a game you got free with your PlayStation subscri- subscription. PlayStation I can't say that Plus word. subscription. Subscription. Yeah. Thank you. And it got delayed, and then it got delayed again, and it got delayed a full year. It's like what? If this game was already in production, yeah, two years ago, what? I don't get it. Yeah, and this is why. I mean, yeah. they knew they were having issues. Issues. They knew it. I think what ended up happening, and I said this in another podcast. You make podcast, a great point. Yeah. I think that they knew the crew was coming out right. because the crew came out just recently, mm-hmm. and they said, "You know what? Screw it. Let's just go ahead and get this thing out. Let's beat the crew to market, right? And we'll just deal with the fallout when right. it happens." And that's exactly what happened. They and beat now, it out to market, and now you know they're having to deal with the fallout of people that bought this game that can't even play it. Which I think is here's just a ludicrous. scary thing. What if Evolution closes their doors because of this? It's a possibility. They could, they could shut what them. other games has Evolution done besides this? Because that's what I was trying to think of. Like, because you said Evolution Studios, and I was like, I can not think of anything off the top of my head that I know that Evolution's made. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, let me check. Because I mean, I, like you're right. I would hate for I, any business. I'd hate for any business to have to close their doors because of something. But as massive as a failure as this has been, if this is the reason they close their doors, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Because I mean. This is a serious, serious lack of, you know... Okay, yeah, so Evolution Studios, they did a game in PlayStation 2 back in 01 called World Rally Championship. It was a racing game, and they did a series of sequels. But the game that got them noticed was back on the PlayStation uh, 3, MotorStorm. Remember that motocross yeah. game? Yeah, you yeah. can have, like, you um, you know, you can have, like, motorcycles. You can have, like, your four, you know, your uh, four-wheelers. You can have, you know, cars. You can have trucks. And, like, you, you, it was really cool. Like, it would be a lot of... Yeah, I'm trying to remember because I'm hoping I'm not mixing it up. There, which was the one where it was you could have, like, the four-wheelers and the ATVs and the... And the um, yeah, Motor, Motorstorm had that. Motorstorm. Not to be confused by ATV versus four, whatever no, no, it's called. No, but Those there are... was one where the first one... And maybe it was MotorStorm, where it was like a launch title yeah. for the PS3. There it is. Yes, that's that it. game was amazing. Yeah, MotorStorm. MotorStorm, MotorStorm was, was amazing. Excellent. So Evolution sold really well. Their games that they they have they have this brand. The, that yeah, the know. MotorStorm two and the MotorStorm three were phenomenal, fantastic. And and of course their their game was Drive Club, and and they had. And considering their percentages of reviews were in the high 80s for all their Motorstorm games. Yeah. People loved them. And then you drop down to 60% for Drive Club when it's working. It's like, when it works, it's a good game. It's not working. Yeah. So, I, Evolution, man, we loved your Motorstorm games. We don't, want you, to close, those games. We don't want you to close your doors, but no. I mean, if you're going to be putting out a product like this, it's a, I'm going to be honest, it's a big F you to, to your consumers. Yeah. When you know, you knew the game was a shit yeah. show. Because you... you, you you delayed it over a year, yeah. and then you're like, you know what? I would have been more okay with you canceling it and not me spending my $60. Yeah. I didn't, but if I were, yeah. you know, I, I would be really upset right now yeah. if I spend $60 on that game. And it doesn't work. Yeah. So they better get their act together. Oh, for sure. Or else Sony's going to nix them, yeah. uh, unfortunately, because MotorStorm made Sony a lot of money. Oh, yeah, and, it did, because uh, it was one of the better launch games for when oh, the yeah. PS3 came oh, out. Oh, yeah. And it was a steady game 
on the PS3. Like every time the new MotorStorm came out, I bought it day right. one because they were fun. awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, Evolution. We hope you guys can get your shit together. You know. But see, they're the, not the only ones. They're not the only ones, Deuce. No. A uh, prime example today. I went to uh, one of my local video game places. Um, and doing what I normally do on a lunch break, especially if I'm killing time, I just go in and look at some stuff and I'll, you know, chat up people while I'm in the store. Cause you know, I know the employees, they know me. And then, you know, I'll see people looking around. I saw a couple guys looking around at the Xbox one, I asked them, I'm like, do you guys got an Xbox one? They're like, yeah. I was asking them, well, like, what are you playing right now? And they were like, well, we're trying to play Halo Master Chief Collection. I'm like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I bought it the day it came out. Mm -hmm. All I can play is the single player. I still can't play the multiplayer. And I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't that come out like a month ago? Yep. And he's like, yeah. And the bitch still don't work. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. He's like getting into the multiplayer. It's a pain in the ass. When it does work, it's spotty. Um, There's frame rate issues. There's lag issues. And he's like, and that's if it'll get into the fucking game at all. Right. So he's like, basically, I've just been playing multiplayer. And he said, you single know, player. Yeah. single player, I'm sorry. And he said, basically, flat out, he's like, if I knew this from the jump, I would have went ahead and just bought Grand Theft Auto V for the PS right. or for the Xbox One and called it a day. Right, right. And then bought Halo Master Chief in a month or two once they'd gotten the issues. Well, yeah, because fixed. Uh, we, we talked about this in length with uh, our good friend Nate Rapert. Yeah. Um, and um, he. You know, we all talked about you know our love for Halo and how how, how especially me Halo Two multiplayer changed my life. Like, yeah, I was not a I'm I'm still mainly a single player guy, but that gave me the confidence to want to play online. And it's yeah. a great online experience. So me personally, like I said, if I own an Xbox One, and it will happen eventually, you and mm-hmm. I will will both own an Xbox One. Oh, it, the sure. day is going to happen. I want to own this because I think it's a great collection. You get all four games. Yeah, single player. And as well as all the maps, a hundred yeah. over a hundred maps. Yeah. But you and I read an article. Let's not forget, we yeah. read an article uh, two months prior to the release. Someone yeah. already made the statement. They go, "Hey, yeah. this is going to be broken because there's too many maps. Not enough people are going to be able to support the maps. If you're yeah. the only one that wants to play that map, then you're yeah. never going to connect to that map. Yeah. So if you're the only one that wants to play Blood Gulch on <laughs> Halo Two, <Yeah. laughs> which is a great map, excuse me, it is a great map." But no one else wants to play it. You're not going to find other people. You're yeah. not going to be able to go on that map yeah. because there's too, this is the problem with too much content. Yeah. And I understand if you're, the single player is fun. It looks great. They did a great job. I mean, from what I've seen, I haven't. Yeah. I don't own the game, but what I've seen and people have told me, uh, our friend Nate loves the what they've done with the uh, the Halo Two Anniversary Collection. Yeah. It looks fantastic. Now I haven't really asked him about the online, but apparently no one's been able to play the online very well. Have you talked to him about it? I, I have, and it was actually pretty funny because I hit him up on text, um, and this was a while back, and I said, "Hey man, how's Halo?" Because you sent us a picture. Yeah, uh, and he said, "I didn't get Halo," and I said, "Oh," because he he was like, "Oh, I've got it pre-ordered, whatever. Right. I'm going to get it the day it comes out," and I'm like, "Oh, really?" And he's like, yeah, I heard reports that the, the, the online isn't working. So you got Sunset Overdrive. So then you got Sunset Overdrive. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Get, you yeah. know, keep me posted on that. And he, and he told us what he thought right. about that, and he really enjoyed it. And then I want to say it was a week ago, maybe two weeks, and he sent us a text with the picture that he finally had purchased it, um, which I want to say, I think he might have actually not even bought it. I think he might have won it through work, oh, okay. to be honest with you. I don't think he actually bought it. Now, that part I could be wrong on. 
But Nate will chime in and, co- and uh, correct oh, us. Oh, I'm sure he will. <laughs> if anybody out He'll there correct us. <laughs> will correct us, it's fucking Nate. So, um, but he got. Thanks it. for listening, Nate. Yeah, exactly. We love you. <laughs> um, but uh, at least um, he he's got it now, and he's been playing it. But from all I've heard from him is the single player, which he loves. And I'm not and, gonna and lie, it's gonna be a day one purchase for me when me I too. get the system. The single so. player is is I mean, you get four full games. For sixty bucks, that's a damn deal. But let's be honest, the multiplayer is where it's at when Halo. Yeah. It, that's why people went and bought this game because yeah. that experience people had with the with the with the Halo Two, that those maps were phenomenal. And also, was it the Forge in Halo Three? Oh yeah, where you could create your own levels and oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, the stuff that you could do was insane. insane. So. Yeah, so like I never got to play four. Yeah. Three is where I I I got to play bits of three. Um, never got to complete the game, unfortunately. Um, but I I heard great things about three and uh, three. I, I think is what people heralded as the best single player campaign of yeah. all the Halos. Because that's uh, the only Halo campaign I can say I beat from beginning to end. I heard three, it was really and good. it was amazing. Yeah. Um, but Blur Studios actually came in and redid all the cutscenes for uh, Halo Two. Yeah. And oh my goodness! And I've one, seen, I believe. I think they did one as well. But the cutscenes in two look phenomenal. Oh I was yeah, like, Holy they look crap. like a movie. I saw like the trailers online and I was blown away. I said, "Wow!" And uh, but yeah, I, I this is definitely a day one purchase. I hope three four three studios they took over the reins from Bungie. Bungie no longer um, uh, has rights to the Halo franchise anymore. Um, yeah. But I I I feel like it's like man. I, and they need to get this multiplayer thing together. They need to figure it out. Yeah, and they need to figure it out quick. Because what they could do to correct that whole, if you're the only one playing the map, they should just tell you, not enough people are, you know, that way you're not sitting here trying to connect, you know what I mean, forever. Yeah. I think that's the problem is, like, if there's so many maps and not everyone, there's going to be maps that no one's wanting to play. No. And that's what they, personally, in my opinion, what I would do is, like, you pick which game you want to play, Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, multiplayer-wise, you drop in, and then it's just random. It's just randomized, like which map you end that up might playing. Not be a bad so idea. then it's like, okay, you don't get to pick exactly which map you're playing, but you will get to play all of them if you sit there long enough. Maybe give people that option because yeah. I just feel like right now there's, there's there's a problem of having too much content. Yeah, and which never thought you would say that, but. Hopefully get that fixed because I, I want it to work. I want them to be successful. Oh, me too. I want it to be successful. Because there's a lot of perks for owning yeah. it. You get you get uh, the early access beta to Halo Five. Yeah. You get uh, was access to the television show Nightfall, yeah. which is done by the st- uh, Ridley. What's his first? Oh my god. Is it Ridley Scott or Ridley is it Scott. Steven Spielberg? R- Rid- uh, Ridley Scott. Uh, Ridley Scott's production company. Oh, Scott Free. Hmm. Ridley Scott. Well, yeah, but I thought his production company is called Scott Free. Yeah, Scott Free. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then of course, um, I don't know if they give you access to Night. Was it the uh, Four to Dawn or whatever their 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 little mini movie they did, done by Steven Spielberg? Remember? Oh, I don't know. To be honest, I haven't with seen you. that. Yeah. I heard it was good. Uh, but yeah, so like you get a lot of content for that sixty dollars. You get a, yeah. lot, a good bang. I'm actually, I would, I would actually go down on a statement saying it is the best bang for the buck. I think it's definitely the best value in gaming right now, for sure. Yeah, other than Smash Brothers, I would yeah. say this is the best value for your money. I mean, I would go through and just be playing them single-player campaigns all the way through and just having a good time. Oh, and yeah. the cool thing is, is I heard you can switch on the fly the old graphics and the new graphics. Yeah, which is it's cool. like so a you, button flip. You could just see the before and after, which is really cool because yeah. you, you, you kind of you forget what games yeah. used to look like. You have this preconceived notion of what something looked like. And someone was telling me online, you go, even as simple as when you throw a bomb, Yeah. right now graphics are so good when you throw a bomb, you see light being reflected off of yeah. the explosion. 
but in Halo 2, you didn't see that. It no. was, but that's something that, you know, at the time, you didn't think about because you've seen so many great games now. Yeah. Like you go back up like Duke Nukem 3D. Oh, man. Back in the day, that was the that pinnacle was the of graphics. That was the man. The was, it was. Literally. You know, it's so funny how we've, how we've, how we've progressed in technology. I, I think it's really funny. But also, is it to our detriment? Yeah. Because I feel like these systems, I don't know if it's the developers just rushing products or they're not anticipating what the servers are going to do because it's hard to test the servers, right? Yeah. Because like, you have this pre-service where you get all the, like, the uh, game review companies to come yeah. in and check them out. <laughs> and I like some some of the people at IGN, they wait to put reviews up until after the li- after the multiplayer goes live. Yeah. So, but another game that we you already reviewed that you did not care too much for we definitely check out a review yeah. out if you haven't but you said you didn't care for um assassin's creed unity and that was a game too that was had an embargo on it yeah that was a red flag and for those of you who don't know what an embargo is Deuce, yeah what explain, is that? Uh, basically what an embargo is is an embargo is the the game company will tell a, a publisher look we'll give you an early copy of the game but we don't want you to release a review until this time exactly now Technically, they can break embargoes, but it's kind of to their detriment just because of the mere fact that basically at that point, it's up the, to the studio to decide if they want to give them a copy of the next game or not. Right. Because let's let's play a little game pretend. Let's say uh, Ubisoft was nice enough to send us a copy of Unity. Now, I know for a fact the trade embargo for Unity was you could not drop your review until noon... noon of the next, next day. day. Exactly. So that means it gave gamers 12 hours to buy the game from midnight release till noon. Right. If we had broken the embargo, and let's say that at, at 9 a.m., we had decided to put out a review of the game, which uh, I don't know if you've heard yet, but it was pretty crappy, the review we gave it. Right. So if we had broken the embargo and said, hey, we just want you to know we played the game, it was terrible. It might affect other people buying the it game. It might affect people buying the game. And because of that, then when the next game came out, which in that case would have been Far Cry 4, Ubisoft might have said, you know what, we're not going to give you nope. a, a, a copy of the game right. because you broke the embargo. Right. Which, in all honesty, it's one of those double-edged swords. It's because, it, in, and this is just coming from us, we're a mom-and-pop show. Right. We're, a, we're technically a local business. Right. Um, you know, when we bu- do these reviews... We're buying the copies. Right. They're coming out of my no, paycheck. No one's given us... Nobody's given no. us uh, review copies. No. So when I review a game, I review the game the way I want to review it because right. you know what? I fucking paid for it. Exactly. Um, but we're buying the games when they We're come buying released. the games when they so release. It so matter. we aren't able yeah. to give you them as quick as... Personally, I would like because you know, you're getting the game reviews from us two or three weeks after the game comes right. out. Which for Unless you is, we marathon through a game like we both have done yeah, before in the yeah, past. Yeah, like Call of Duty, prime example. Right. I marathoned through it because I got it Monday and we had the review up on Friday because I bought it and I well, marathoned through and, it till we could do the and review. We, we, we did Our Smash Bros. 3DS came out pretty quick because yeah. we uh, Marcus and I had access to that demo that we checked out yeah. and had a bunch of hours into that. So we had already had some... A step ahead of the game there. But I also think you make a great point. If you don't have to have a trade embargo on a game. No. And and the thing is, is like, I'm used to games 
reviews coming out weeks before the game comes out. I yeah. guess people kind of like some idea of how the yeah. game's going to be. Like Last of Us, it was the review is out week before the yeah. game or two weeks yeah. before the game came out, and people were loving it. So I always feel like if you have a trade embargo, then there's a red flag going off. Like, uh oh. For me, it's right? a, it's a red flag. You were in yeah. the industry, like the, if in the industry, whenever they they told us things and they were like, "Look, you can't say this until then," or we're going to show you something, but you can't talk about it until this time. For me, it was always a red flag. Now, sometimes it didn't pan out that way because there was times where we got early uh, review copies of games or we got to see things early or test things early. I was like, man, this is really awesome. I really wish I didn't have this embargo and I wish I could say something because it was great. But then there are other times where it was like, yeah, there's a reason you're not letting me talk about this because this is just hot garbage. Um, I do agree. It is a double-edged sword because I I feel like... You know, when when Unity had that, everyone was saying, what does that mean about, this is the yeah. first time they've had an embargo like this. They didn't do this for Black Flag. And they yeah. were like, what does that mean? And then all of a sudden, these these crappier, because we weren't the only ones that gave it a low review no. score. Definitely go check out Kyle's in-depth review. He does a great job explaining it. But, I mean, that's going to affect sales regardless, but I also feel like they still made a bunch of money. It, it did, did, and I, I will say this. Besides that, I will say it definitely... It, it separated the gaming sites from me that I trust from the ones I don't because Kotaku dropped their review about an hour, two hours after the editor, the, the main editor of Kotaku, dropped this big, long article. Yeah, because he got flack. For he got flack. And he said flat out, he said, I, I'm going to say this right now. I apologize that I stuck to the embargo. And from now on, we at Kotaku will never stick to an embargo if we feel like it's to the detriment of our readers. So basically he was like, I knew I should have broke the embargo and I didn't, and I didn't have the balls to do it because I was afraid of what Ubisoft might do to us. Right, right. But he said, from now on, I'm not doing I that. I think it's Steven Tutillo from Kotaku. I think it is. It's who it is. He's a really amazing um, editor and he, he's, yeah. he's reviewed games for many years and he, he was the first to kind of come out and be like, hey, uh, like you said, I mean, I, I like that because I mean yeah. the whole the whole idea of review sites being up is they want to give us informed opinions of yeah. games. They get games early, they get review yeah. copies, yep. they get so many they can get, and so many editors get to review games. Yeah. And it gives us an informed opinion, gives us our, and it, especially if there's a reviewer you like, like yeah. Stephen Totillo, if you like what he does, then you're going to want to read his articles, and that's yeah. going to help influence you. You know, so it's like. I, I my hats off to Kotaku. I, yeah. I appreciate them because they're also one of the review sites that doesn't give scores at the end. They give do they recommend this game? Yeah. Yes or no? Yes or no? Should, Should you, you buy, buy this it? game? Is, is and I love it. And they give you yeah. reasons, and yeah. that's more of like a, a friendly approach behind it. It's yeah. Although yeah, I don't right. mind review scores, we do them here. Yeah. But uh, it it is kind of nice. Uh, but I, I I'm hats off to Kotaku that they're 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 standing up for what they believe in. I do too, and I really like it because. At least the way I read the article, and this is me putting the article into my own words, not Kotaku's words. To me, it felt like they were saying, look, we're not going to get bullied by big publisher anymore. Right. We're going to do what we think is right. And if we don't get you know, free copies of games anymore, we don't get free copies of games. We're going to go buy them. We'll and go buy them and we'll call it a day. That's Like I said, guys, it's a double-edged sword with these review copies. And that's the one good thing about, the one good thing about our show so far is we've been buying the games ourselves. So when we give you the review, it's honest. And don't get me wrong, me and Johnny both are working really, really hard at being able to get review copies of games so we can review more games, we can talk about more games, and we can uh, give you reviews sooner. 
Um, so we're working really hard to be able to get these review copies. So I don't want to make it sound like review copies are bad, but it, I'm not going to lie. It is also very, very nice to be able to, when I buy it with my own money and I don't like it, be able to rip it. And you know what I mean? Right. So you don't, you don't have to, you know, um, you don't I, I don't have to fear that, oh no, this publisher isn't going to ever give us another copy of a game again because and, we and ripped FYI, it. We did talk to our buddy Jason before cause we did, we, cause he is a friend of ours and we didn't want to. You know, since he was on our show, we didn't I had to... a personal conversation right. with him and just said, "Look, man, I need to ask you a personal question." And he's like, "Well, what's up?" And I said, "I didn't like Unity." Unity I said, "Okay," and I said, "How much trouble are we going to get in? Are me get in with you right. if we rip it?" Right. And he said, "Dude, you need to do what you need to do." And I right. said, "Are you sure that's cool?" And he's like, "Yeah, man." You don't need to worry about me, and you certainly don't need to worry about Ubisoft. That's your opinion, you know. Right. That's your opinion. It's your opinion. You've well, got every I mean, right in the world. True. Your I mean, opinion. I mean, in the end of the day, ever everyone that did the trade embargo and gave it a bad review, Ubisoft has to stick with the scores. I mean, yeah. they, they're not gonna, you know. Yeah. Um, which also brings me to my next point: um, the PS3 and 360 versions of Far Cry 4 are broken. Did you hear about that? No, you can't even play the game. And, um, it's it's something to do with storage space. If you don't have enough storage space, like you have, like you know, you have to install games, right? Right. right. <laughs> um, and so, like, if you install a game but you don't have so many gigabytes free after, yeah. then it, the game won't even load. Oh wow, that's still happening. The PS3 and the 360 version of Far Cry Four. So that's wow. another Ubisoft mistake. Yeah. It seems to be kind of like a a thing with Ubisoft because you and I had mentioned um, today about. We haven't read anything on Far- on uh, the crew, yeah. Which is really strange. You haven't gotten any reviews on a game, and it's yeah. been out already. Yeah, and it was that was another funny thing because I, I mentioned talk, going to the gaming store today. Um, whenever I go to the gaming store, especially when it's close to new release day, I usually ask the guy, especially if it's a title like I want to know about. Hey, how's it selling? I said, Hey, how did everything go with the crew? And he said, Well, we got fifty copies reserved, and they all s- sold through. So he sold 50 copies of the game. So I'm like, that's awesome. And I Is said, 50 copies a lot? You were in the industry. Man, it depends. Call of Duty probably sells twice as many, right? Oh, man. Three Call times many. Oh, yeah. A lot 200 more 200 copies, 250? Three. Easy. Okay. So Four. is 50 okay, or is it? It depends, because the problem with the crew is it's a real niche title. Because, right. you know, racers. racers are real you niche you games. You and I don't play a lot of racers. No. So. Like, I like racing games. I like more of the arcade racers. Yeah, like the Need for Speeds. But I really was looking forward to the crew, because I really enjoyed Need for Speed Rivals. Burnout Paradise was the last game that I played. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Burnout was a lot of fun. Uh, all you have to do is just break and go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so, like the Gran Turismo games are pretty, but yeah. they're not my cup of tea because they're, they're so, so technical. So advanced, yeah. Well, like you have to turn a certain radius. Uh, I Forget that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. And you can do all this stuff to your car, and if yeah. you don't do it right, you can really jack up your car. No, no, that. that's not my type of racers. But no. uh, but the crew was a game that I was interested in because yeah. you could travel the whole United Continental United States, and I was like, this is awesome. Then you can connect with your friends, and then you're... It kind of sounded like a better version of Drive Club. Yeah, it's exactly what it sounded like. And I was like, oh, man, Ubisoft has this track record, and Watch Dogs was fun, and and Assassin's Creed, and and all of a sudden, it seems like Ubisoft... We haven't seen the reviews yet, and when when you guys hear this episode, it could be... It could be already out, and yeah. it could be doing amazing. So I, I hope because we don't know sometimes. Fingers crossed. Because we have to preface this: we don't know when we put out episodes when we're putting these out. Yeah. So we have to let people know: hey, this could already be out. Yeah. The reviews could be amazing. Yeah. So if they are, 
hats off to Ubisoft. If they're yeah. not, we're telling you a red flag goes off when there's no reviews out. No. And even Metacritic. And it's been out for a couple days. Even Metacritic user scores, I think it's at a 50%, which is yeah. not very good. No. So I'm hoping that we're wrong and hoping that it's good because I would love to play it. I'd love to yeah. have a good time. Cause something else to play on our PS4s, yeah. but not having any reviews whatsoever is really a red flag. What, that was a red flag. The other thing that kind of was a red flag to me is he said he had 50 copies and they sold all 50 copies that were reserved. I was like, cool. And I said, well, how many do you have left? And he said, well, because they didn't make it for PS3. They only made it for PS4, Xbox One, Xbox 360. Oh, I didn't know that. So they did not make a PS3 copy. PS3 probably couldn't run it. Probably not. So, he said basically for the three systems that they had it on, they only got four copies of each. Right. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. So, basically, they had four extra copies they could sell of each. And he said he had sold two on the PS4 and one on the Xbox One. So, he had three Xbox Ones left, four Xbox 360s, and two PS4 Ones. I was like, oh, interesting. Because usually... um, with games, they'd give you like five or six extra. I mean, unless it was something that was like a really niche title, like a like Japanese a, RPG game, yeah, or yeah. something crazy yeah. like that, um, where they might only give you one or two extra. Right. But like to only have four of each, I was like, that's that's telling me that maybe GameStop knows something we don't know, right? So I don't. Uh, I just all I know is I haven't heard anything on it, and like I said, we like I said. This we don't know when this episode's dropping, so yeah. they could be doing great. So we have to make sure we do give ourselves a little bit of a, a help here, because yeah. if it, if it is doing great, we we love awesome. it because we want yeah. Ubisoft to do great because we we yeah. love their previous games. We do. We're we big love supporters, and we have our friend Jason that, that works with Ubisoft, and yeah. we love Child of Light, we love Far Cry, we love we love all these amazing products they put out. We're looking forward to Watch Dogs too. Like we're it's not like we're not. We're not following Ubisoft anymore. We oh, love yeah. what they're doing. They do put out quality games. We're looking, you know, we're looking forward to Watch Dogs too. We're looking forward to the Child of Light too. We're looking forward to other games like that. But it's just, I feel like lately, I don't know, are they rushing games? What do you think, Kyle? Because um, Watch Dogs was delayed, and it was delayed for a good reason. It yeah. was a better game. It was a better game. Because if they would have put it out Watch Dogs when they did, it probably would have been like a six out of ten, as opposed to the eights and nines that we saw across well, the board. Like, I delaying a- it helped. Did but I have a theory on why they delayed that one. There was a big ad campaign um, that they put out that said, you know, a month in Los Santos is enough. Which basically it was coming out a month after Grand Theft Auto Five, and I think Ubisoft must have gotten some early buzz on Grand Theft Auto Five that was like, look, move your game back six months, man. If not, you're gonna get just steamrolled by Grand Theft Auto Five, which in my personal opinion would have been the case. Because if they had dropped a month after Grand Theft Auto Five, it would have gotten just steamrolled. So waiting six months, dropping it in the summer, where it was kind of dead period at the time, perfect. So I think that was perfect on their part. So it gave them six more months to polish it. You see what I'm saying? Um, you know, I think that's part of it. I think part of it is some of these game companies are being, op- I think in my opinion, too ambitious. Like in my opinion with Assassin's Creed Unity, I would have scrapped Rogue, and I would have put the team from Rogue on Unity and had one huge team working on Unity mm-hmm. to make sure all the bugs were worked out. Right. And I think if that had happened, maybe Unity would have came out with no problems. Uh, I mean, I can't say for well, sure, but... 
it makes you weary about buying games day one now because you told me you were like, God, Deuce or Johnny, I've been pre-ordering all these games and half of them are working. Yeah. So it makes you go, why would you? What's the incentive to buy a game if it's broken? Yeah. So the it, the only one I haven't had a problem with yet day one <laughs> is uh, Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare, which I knew I wouldn't because Activision that's their baby. Like that thing comes out and runs like a champ. Mm-hmm. So I didn't worry about that. And the only other one I didn't have a problem with was um, Far Cry 4. For PS4. For PS4. Right. Because, I mean, I got it, and don't get me wrong, it had a pretty big patch day one, which is fine. Uh, you We're know, used to that now. Yeah, I'm used to big patches day one. That doesn't bother me. Um, basically, when I get a new game day one, I put it in, I let it start downloading, and then I just walk away from it for like an hour. And watch TV or something, because right. usually there's an hour-long patch that comes right. with the day one game, and yeah. I'm cool with that. Um, and it ran like a champ. So, But, like, Alien had problems day one. Mm-hmm. Um, Unity still got damn problems. Well, like we said, the the Far Cry 4 for three, PS3 and um, on 360 are having are having issues yeah. as well. So I just so got lucky. Drive Club. I mean, there's all yeah. these day one games that are just... Just, just shit in the bed. I I don't know. As a gamer, it, it, it's got to be. It's frustrating for us, but I mean, oh, yeah. it's got to be frustrating for developers as well as you know the companies. Sony, Microsoft, they don't want their names being tarnished. Oh yeah. But one, but one company that hasn't had crappy games that ha- that have been working since day one is Nintendo. People yeah. have been making fun of me for my Wii U, not you, of course, but other people. Yeah. Oh, why are you buying that piece of junk, that old baby toy game? And I'm like, dude. They're putting out quality yeah, titles, and they've been working. Of yeah. None of them been crashing. They mm-hmm. don't need day one patches. Bayonetta, Mario Kart 8, uh, Smash Brothers have all worked smoothly. Yeah. And that's what you expect with a high-quality AAA title from Nintendo. You yeah. get games that work. Yeah. So hats off to Nintendo. They've put out phenomenal games that work. But then again, just to kind of play devil's advocate, Nintendo is making games for Nintendo systems. So not only are they the developer of the hardware, the developer of the software... So you probably don't run into as many problems, but when you're an Ubisoft making games for multiple platforms, you're going to run into problems that you didn't expect. Right. Like, um, well, then, then that that shouldn't have happened with Drive Club because that that was what the big yeah big issue is. It should Drive have. Club are the same thing. Uh, the problem that Master Chief Club. Well, well, Master not, Chief Collection. Well, that but the Evolve uh, Alpha. And how like right. PS4 put out that patch. That's right. And it screwed it up so we That's couldn't right. do it because right. they put out this patch. It was like right. you didn't know that Sony was gonna put this patch out? Like right. they didn't give you a heads up? Like right. I don't know. It's I don't know if it's maybe the right hand isn't talking to the left hand yeah. or what's going on, but the developers and the software people and the hardware people have gotta like I don't care if it's you've got to call up Sony and be like, hey, uh, before we drop this big AAA game, is there any more shit you're going to drop on us? Just so we know. And also, I'm going to be and and I have to be honest here. Uh, Xbox does a great job of getting XDKs, as we talked about for their Xbox developmental kits. Yeah. So they should be really trying their best not to put out games, even by AAA titles that are not working. They oh have, yeah. They have the developer kits, so it's like yeah. I don't understand why. I don't know. I just I don't get it because Sunset Overdrive is running smooth. For yeah. for Xbox One, it's running perfectly, 
but they need to get that Halo Master Chief collection figured out. Sony needs to get the Drive Club figured out. And that's the thing that that, that blew my mind with the Halo Master Chief collection. That's your baby. That's your. That's one that's of the biggest games coming out for your system this year. Biggest game coming out for your system. That's your biggest IP. If right. you're Microsoft, that is your IP. Right. I mean, hell, their damn Microsoft phone. What did they name their version? Cortana. Of Cortana, because it's their biggest IP. Right. And the damn thing won't work when the day one when it releases. That's just to me as a business person. I would be if I was like the CEO at Microsoft. I'd be like chopping heads. I'd be right. like. You're fired, you're fired, you're fired. Okay, the three of y'all, you got a week to make this work. Right. And if you don't make it work, the three of you fuckers are fired. So, yeah, just, I, like I don't to, know. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd like to get Phil Spencer, the head of the Xbox division. Xbox division. I'd like to get his thoughts on that. Um, just because I'd like to see what he thinks, you know, about this whole situation. Yeah. But it just, I just feel like games are, are being shit broken. And, and as a gamer, you know, like we said, we don't get review copies. We no. have to play our... Hard-earned money Very. to to get this, and we yeah. want to review games for you guys because, yeah. like we said, this this show is made by fans for fans, yeah. and uh, we want we want to give you guys the best opinion. And, and luckily, we, when we luckily we don't have to worry about trade embargoes because yeah. we buy games when they're released, so we don't have to worry. We don't have no. anyone to call to. Yeah. Ubisoft isn't going to come down and shut our show down. No, you know, we don't have a trade embargo. No. But um, but yeah, give us your thoughts. Let us know what you think. Are you having issues with any of these things? If you have the 360 and PS3 version of Far Cry 4, I want to know how is it is it really that broken? Because I've read a lot of people saying they <laughs> haven't been able to play it. Yeah. Let us know what you think and send us a line. Uh, how do they reach us on Gmail? Uh, you can hit us up and on Gmail, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Yeah. So we're going to take a small break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about hackers. Yes. This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Sci-Fi Saturdays Bartow. It's going to be February 21st, 2015. It's going to be at 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And it's going to be free in downtown Bartow. What's going to happen there, Deuce? They're going to have sci-fi vendors, costume contests, music, food, and family fun. They're even going to have Star Trek IV The Voyage Home on the two-story high movie wall. And guess who else is going to be there? A happy hour with Johnny and Deuce is going to be there, so you got to come check it out. Find him on Facebook at Sci-Fi Saturdays Bartow, and that's Sci-Fi spelled S-Y-F-Y, just like the television network, Saturdays Bartow. Do it. We're back. And, of course, this is the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Yes, it is. So, Deuce, remember when Sony got hacked back um, a few years ago? <laughs> yeah, because we, we all got free video games and it was badass. And people were all like, oh, well, Sony, and we have friends that are big Xbox friends. And, yeah. And they're like, aha, Sony, Sony this, they're they're awful. Well, yeah. Microsoft just got hacked. No shit. Yep. And the company is the same company that's touting uh, a hacker group called Lizard Squad. They indicated on Twitter that they're the res- they're the ones responsible for taking Xbox Live offline. They wow. took Xbox Live offline, and people were having issues. They were sending error code eight zero one five one nine zero nine error code, okay. and uh, people weren't being able to connect to Xbox Live. Okay, and this was going on for a couple of days, and and um, of course, X Microsoft does what other companies say. Yeah. Oh, we're getting to fix it. We're going to check yeah. it out. Don't worry. And, uh, and then, of course, the Lizard Squad came out and was indicating that they're the kings, <laughs> they're the king hackers 
which uh, says uh, described as kings of distribution and denial of service DDoS attacks tweeted that it was preparing for a larger attack at Christmas on Xbox Live and today was just a small dose of what's to come a small dose of what's to come so of course earlier this year they the same company they attacked uh, Sony's PlayStation Network uh, and they're also one of the reasons why Grand Theft Auto 5 online uh, and League of Legends are having issues right now Mm. So it's because they're the ones saying that they're corrupting the online service. Yeah. So uh, Sony's not the only one getting yeah. hit by this. Uh, of no. course, I mean, I, I, I get it. Hackers, they want to do it for like, it's like a, they want the street cred. They, they want the street cred. They were like, hey, we're this company. We're we're, we're these ha- we're this organization, this group, yeah. like Anonymous. Yeah. Except Anonymous. You know they don't want to be really known. They want to be like, "Hey, we're this group of people you don't know. You, we can come at any time." It's hence the name anonymous. Hence the name anonymous. But the Lizard Squad, really weird name. They feel like they want to be known. It's like, what would you? You know, I don't know. I I, I feel I, like they're gonna mess up somehow. Yeah, because when you it it seems like when you're doing that on purpose and you're calling people out like that, that almost seems like you're just gunning to get shut down. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it's almost like you're painting a target on yourself on purpose. Which, but I have to yeah. say these companies have to be this group has to be pretty damn good to hit to hit League of Legends and and um, Grand Theft Auto Online and to hit Sony and and Microsoft. They've yeah. got to know what they're doing. But you gotta wonder, you know, if if Microsoft and Sony have these companies that are trying to counteract against it, you know, hire these people yeah. that are maybe ex hackers that know how to combat against it. Oh maybe. yeah, like the big IT guys and whatnot. Because I mean, this it's it's only affect it's hurting us as consumers not being yeah. able to pay for the service that we have. Yeah. So we're the ones that should be more angry about it. Yeah. You know, we're the ones paying the service, paying the product, and it's a it, a disruption in service uh, that we're paying for. Right. So you know. And it, I hope at least, you know, Microsoft, especially if Xbox Live was down for a couple of days, I hope they credited everybody like three extra days or however many days it was. Um, speaking of Xbox, uh, the head of Xbox Japan resigns after uh, Xbox One's week sales. Wow. Takashi Sinsui, he uh, resigned. He was the head of the Xbox division in Japan, and he was talking to uh, Kotaku about it. And he said that they just, they're not selling in Japan. And of yeah. course, that makes sense because yeah. Sony and, and Nintendo are in Japan. They're they're the company that's the country and they're that the makes big, big, uh, you know, big part of that culture too. They, they, the, the sad thing is they were only they only managed to to, uh, to sell about twenty four thousand units during its first week of September, uh, which is really really bad. Comparison: yeah. PlayStation Four sold three hundred twenty two thousand units in its first two days in Japan. Wow! And even the Wii U moved to three hundred eight thousand uh, during its Japanese launch. So, like, those aren't shabby numbers. No, <laughs> that shows you how bad uh, uh, the Xbox One is overseas. Yeah. And we, we had our friend Liam over the yeah. over the over the pond there yeah. in Liverpool. Remember he 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 wrote us in in a question. Yeah, in our mailbag he said episode, that he, and he said that you know Xbox no, Ones aren't popular over there. No Nobody one's buying wants them. them. Yeah, yeah. And so like it makes sense. We're getting the feedback from our fans about this. We're getting yeah. we're seeing the articles about it. What's your thoughts on that? Well, it, it, it's a couple different things. Like, I understand why, especially over in, in the Japanese market, because, you know, Microsoft seen as a Western company, um, why they might not want a Microsoft system like an Xbox. Um, plus, they don't have the exclusives that they really care about over in Japan. Now, 
Europe's a little different. I would figure it'd be like 50-50 over there. Like some people would want the Xbox, some people would want the PlayStation, just because it's more middle ground over there. Um, but I'm, I'm, that's the one thing I'm actually surprised about. But the other qu- question I have is, I wonder if Microsoft even cares. Like if Microsoft wins America... I've got a feeling Microsoft will be happy enough with that. Like, look, let's a, just win America, and who gives a shit about the rest of the world? They're moving a lot of units, and, yeah. and, like, and like I said, I predict that the Xbox One will outsell the PS4 because of that $50 price drop. I mean, it, yeah. it's smart business move by them. It know? is, but I'm wondering if it'll only outsell it maybe in America and not overseas. Like, if That's a good point. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Because they might be okay with just winning the 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 American market. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay, we don't win overseas, but we kill here in America, and everybody in America's got a Xbox One, then we won, or... You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what their marketing strategy is, and I don't know what their strategy slash game plan is, so... Well, also, you, you gotta look, too, in, in China. Yeah. China is now released, and there's a report coming that the PlayStation 4 will cost $113 less than the Xbox One in China. Wow. So that's going to hurt. Xbox yeah. One sells in China as well. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you look at how... If you get 1% of China, yeah. you're golden. But yeah. they can't even get that. So that... I don't know. I mean, I they're, they're, they're having a hard time um, I wonder if it's marketing. the reason it's so expensive over there is the taxes on getting it from America over there. Maybe the taxes are less getting them from Japan to where they are. You know what I'm saying? Well, like the import tax? Right. It could be something to do with that. But I was reading here in this article, uh, they're talking about how the the price point is a huge deal. Like, it's more so in China than anywhere in the world. Oh, yeah. $100 to China, per, someone in China lives in China, is a yeah. huge, uh, the percentage of what they make and their pay is a huge, $100 yeah. is a lot more money. It means a yeah. lot more in China than it does here in America. And that's what they're saying here. That $113 difference is it is a make or break yeah. for someone buying a PS4 over an Xbox One. Yeah. So I just thought that, you know, there's multiple signs now. The writing is on the wall overseas that yeah. the Xbox One is hurting over yeah. there. But it's doing pretty damn good in America. I mean, they already have over 12 yeah. million units shipped. I mean, that's phenomenal. I'm, I think the tail of the tape, personally, is going to be after this holiday season who's in the lead. Because, like you said, you know they dropped it down to three fifty, and most of these three fifty systems are coming with games. So, you know, I'm I'm really interested to see how many moved. Just because I know a couple people that are friends of ours bought Xbox Ones for the holidays. But on the flip side of that coin, I know a couple friends that are friends of ours that bought PS4s just because of us in this show for the holidays. Right. So, um. So, do speaking of buying systems. Did you see the whole scam people were pulling about Walmart on PS4s? I saw they were getting like PS4s for what, $50 less? $90. They were getting the for system for $90. That's nuts. Because what they were doing is people were creating, if you have like a, uh, what is it, a uh, seller's account on Amazon, yeah, you yeah. create a fake listing, and then yeah. all they need is that listing, Yeah. and you show them a copy of it on your phone, and yeah. then they'll... But they were putting on their fake listings, yeah. uh, like private listings, yeah. 
for fifty dollars or for ninety dollars yeah. for an Xbox for a PS4. PS4, and Walmart was taking it for the, the, pri- yeah, the price. Match, match. match it. Well, that's dumb on Walmart's part. That's dumb on Walmart. Yeah. Dumb on the, uh, the associate that works there. They should know that uh, the yeah. uh, three ninety nine is what the normal cost of a yeah. PS4 is. Basically, if you would ch- if I was the so- sales associate and you're like, look, you price match. This is ninety bucks. I'd be like, you know what? You need to go buy that for ninety bucks. You need to, yeah, to go, go buy it, it right now. Go buy uh, it. You're that's not getting one deal. of ours for that. But that's that's a, a hell of a deal. You should that, do it. That is a that is a textbook amazing business answer. Yes, yeah. it is. It is wise wisdom. It is yeah. here's a business. That is a perfect way to. I'd be like, you need question. to go buy that, brother. That's a great that, deal. That's a great deal. I'd go High buy five. it. Yeah. Because I, I did that, that a couple a great, times. That is a when great When I way. worked in the industry, people would be like, hey, do you guys price match? And I'd be, because our, our standard answer was no. Once in a blue moon, they'd give us a little leeway where right. we could price match. And then somebody come in with something that was ludicrous. And I'd be like, well, that's a hell of a deal. I'd go buy that. <laughs> and then they're like, That's a great response yeah. to that answer. It's, it's correct. It, it is a nice way to diffuse the situation. Um, but yeah, I mean. They should know that that's not good. But, yeah. But now, now Walmart changed their policy. They only can do it from um, Amazon seller, like yeah. the main Amazon. They yeah. won't do it from sellers anymore. Sellers, yeah. But I was just like, man, I wonder how many they went through. And and imagine, you know, people weren't buying them to use. They were buying them and selling them for a profit on 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 eBay. I think some of them were probably buying them to use. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like if I bought, if I thought I could have gotten away with it. And I didn't have one. I would buy it and just but imagine get one and then imagine use it. buying. You can buy four for the. Or my math is awful. Fifty fifty times. That's two. To you, if they're ninety dollars, you could get four, four for the of price of one, one yeah. and still have some left money left over. So you can be you can be tripling your profits, uh, you quadrupling. Could. I just I, I don't know. Oh, I'm just I, I would feel awful. Like my conscience wouldn't let me. I, no, I'd be all shaking. Yeah. I'd be all like, here's here's my phone, you know, and everything, and I'm showing them the screen, and I don't know. I would I would I couldn't do it. No. Just as I guess I mean my conscience wouldn't let me. Not that I think Walmart's you know the greatest company in the world or anything, but just my conscience wouldn't let me do that. So, Deuce, uh, we love Destiny. We do. Uh, you're taking a little break on it until the until the DLC comes out. And but then did you it's hear about the new trial that they're doing, the trial program? No. Yeah, they're doing a trial program now that will allow you to carry a progress into the full game if you choose to buy it, which is a really good idea. That's cool. So, yeah, for the for the Xbox, uh, Xbox. Oh, let me see what systems it's for. Uh, PlayStation Four. It looks like this PlayStation Four and, and Xbox One. Okay. You can go on on the store. Okay. Click download trial. Okay. It downloads a full version of the game. Okay. Um, full version, and because you know there's about 3.5 million people that are playing daily, which is still oh, yeah. a huge a number. A ton. And they said now you can try out for free. Um, you just go onto the store, and you download it, and then it gives you. I think it gives you like two hours or something like that. And after the two hours are over, if you want to buy the game, it gives you the option to buy it digitally right there. And you get to use your same save and everything. I think it's a great idea. And I it's think getting it people too. that are on the fence yeah. about it that are like, oh, I haven't checked out Destiny yet. Let me try it yeah. out and see what it's all about. And I'm not going to lie. After two hours, you're going to be hooked. Yeah. I mean. So I think that's a great idea. I think it's going to open the door for more potential sales. I mean, oh, people yeah. can get a chance to check it out for free. I mean, you know, for at least a couple hours. I mean, it gives you a good idea because I mean, we were playing the beta and alpha and we were playing a couple hours into it and we were already like sold. Yeah, we were sold. <laughs> so, I was like, all right, I was reading about that. I was like, that's that's a cool idea because... I mean, Great idea. I mean, any way you can get potential sales, you know, from that is, is always a good thing. But they're calling it the Destiny Trial... Free Destiny Trial Program is what they're calling it. And, uh, 
Okay, I'm sorry. It will be for the 360 PS3. However, it says... The, but the 360 and PS3 version won't be the full version of the game because it's limited on the uh, trial. They okay. can't allow it to do the full version. But the, your process will still carry over. But the demo, they said FYI, the demo is large. It's 40 gigabyte demo. Wow. Which is like what the full version of the game would be. Yeah. But uh, that's really cool. I, I Why not? It's yeah. going to open the door, for, like I said, open up the door for uh, more potential sales. So Deuce, uh, we find we were talking about the X, the the Resident Evil remake that's coming out. Yes, uh, on PS4 and Xbox One, we now have an official release date. It's January twentieth, and okay. oh, you're gonna love this answer. Okay, the re-release of Resident Evil, um, which is upgraded from the modern consoles, mm-hmm. is scheduled to release digitally, digitally, in North America on X on January twentieth for PS3, PS4, Xbox One. Xbox 360 and PC, and it will cost, drumroll please, $20. Holy crap. That's an amazing price. Now, are they going to put out a one on a disc? I don't see if they are. We'll find out here. It says, uh, the Capcom today confirmed, I'm reading, reading the notes on it, Resident Evil set for digital release. Uh, I'm trying to see if they're going to do a disc version or not. They may not. But, dude, for $20, that's a phenomenal price. I mean, I, I, you know me and how much I hate <laughs> DLC games and games that you download, but for $20, I'll do it. I, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, We're going to sure. do a review for our show. I mean, that, That's a phenomenal price for for a remake digitally like that. That's going to be amazing. I'll be interested to see how many hours we get out of it. So, yeah, no, I just thought I would help share the news because I know there's a lot of Resident Evil fans we talked well, about. Well, I've never played it, so I'm oh, you haven't. forward to it. Oh, well, you'll I, have a great time. I bought... I bought it for my PS3 off the, the online store, you know, the original right, Resident right. Evil game. And I played maybe two, three hours for it. But it just, those tank controls and everything, it was just too hard for me, you know, from playing Call of Duty and everything else to really get into it and get the controls to work right. So I just said screw it and gave up on it. But now that, you know, the graphics will be better, I'm sure they'll make it play without the tank controls, you know. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. So we mentioned about the success of Mario Kart 8 and Smash Brothers yeah. for the Wii U. Uh, one thing to note, the Wii U, uh, their hardware sales have jumped 47% in the U.S. compared to last year. So that's wow. a huge spike. So I, I'm very excited to see what happens during the holiday season when it's all said and done. To see what they do, uh, especially with all the Black Friday sales they had for oh, the yeah. Wii U. But like I feel like I just, I have I just feeling so positive. I feel like this is the time now to buy one if you're going to buy one, uh, especially anticipation for uh, Zelda for the Wii U. But I feel like you, you got a lot of great games now. You can pay for it. Uh, I just I don't know. I, th- I think it's a great time now to if you're going to buy go out and buy one to buy one. I already own one. Um, yeah. I'm very happy with mine. I play it every day, especially with Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. Uh, but I, I like to see that they're getting growth, that people are responding yeah. to that because people are actually buying these games because th- what sells hardware is the software. So it's I, I'm so happy for them that they're finally making a profit. Their sales and their consoles are doubling because we already know the 3DS sold well. It's sold oh, well. Yeah. yeah. They're doing great. But the fact that the Wii U hardware sales are going up has got to be a positive uh, thing for Nintendo. Nintendo's got to see that and be like, all right, well, this is working. Well, I'm going to wait a little while longer just because I got this crazy gut feeling that come E3 we might see a Wii U price drop so I'm waiting on that and the other thing too is even if we don't get a price drop that maybe they'll put out a Nintendo a Wii U bundle when the new Zelda comes out 
And if I'm going to get one, I wouldn't mind getting the new Zelda bundle, especially if it's a new, like, tricked-out Zelda system. Because remember, like, when that new Wind Waker HD came out and they made the all-black with the uh, gold trim? Yeah. That one looked cool. So I was like, well, I'm sure they'll do something like that when the new Zelda comes out. Well... I mean, in theory, no, I agree. Um, I but it's good to hear that they're 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 going in the right direction. Yeah. Um, but you know who is selling well? That's been selling well is the PlayStation Four. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, the American president CEO uh, Sean Layden, you know, for yeah. Sony, he said that the PS4 is continued to sell at a pace that right now it's currently outpacing the amazing success of the PlayStation 2. And if you remember, yeah. the PlayStation 2 had over 150 million units sold in its life cycle, yeah. which is an insane amount. of No other system has sold that many yeah. to this date. It is insane how many. Um, but uh, they said, you know, remember how the Wii, when the, no one could find them? Yeah. You know, back in 06 when it released? I mean, they're saying it's outselling the Wii, the original Wii. Which the Wii only had twenty five million in its in its life cycle, yeah. so it's insane to see like how fast it's selling. I think they said that over fourteen million have shipped already. I'll tell you what, that new bundle I saw that one of our friends actually bought looked phenomenal. It was four hundred dollars, but you got the system, uh, and the controller, all that stuff. You got the the uh, whatever's that called the, the PlayStation camera, the camera. camera came with it. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five came with it. Wow! And uh, Last of Us Remastered wow. came with it. Now Grand Theft Auto was on disc. Last of Us was like a coupon to like download it digitally. Right. But I'm like, what was the price? Do you know, four hundred bucks. No. Yeah, it was four hundred bucks. Four hundred dollars. Yeah, Holy and, crap. and Sony made that bundle because wow. it, it comes in the Sony box and That's it's awesome. got the Grand Theft Auto logo on it and everything. Yeah, they had it like a GameStop and Best Buy wow. and like a bunch That's of places. That's a phenomenal deal because it's it's Sony made that bundle. Wow. So I was like, wow. That's a really good deal. Yeah, for wow. four hundred bucks. So wow. it's basically you got. And two they're trying games to do it to combat. I think combat against the price drop for Xbox One. I think well, that's probably, why they're trying to do it. But I mean, still, I mean, if hey, if you're gonna fight fire, fight fire with fire, man. Um. It, well, it, it's funny because Sony needs to continue to continue to do what they've been doing for the last ten months in a row. They've outsold the Xbox One. Yeah. So, and they know what's going to happen is that it's going to be tough during the holiday season when people want to mm-hmm. buy that Xbox One for fifty dollars off. Yeah. They want to try everything they can to entice people to buy that PS4. Well, think about it. You get Grand Theft Auto Five, which everybody wants anyway. Last of Us, which is a great game, and you throw in the camera, four hundred bucks. I mean. That's a that's a that's a steal, man. Well, dude, that was a packed episode. It was, full it was like of, like um, three episodes in I one. I know. There's so much to talk about lately, and we appreciate you listening. As we always say, this is a show made by fans for fans. For sure. And we want you guys to chime in with your thoughts. We have a we have an email address, Kyle. We do. It's hhpodcastshow at gmail dot com. Correct and. Deuce and I are both on the Twitter. Deuce is uh, at all things Deuce. That's D U C E. Mm-hmm. I am Johnny underscore Womack. That's W O M A C K. And our Twitter, we have actually for our happy hour, which is at HH Podcast Show. And then, of course, Deuce, we are on Facebook. We are. You can hit us up in the search bar at Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can search us that away and throw us some likes, throw us some shares. We a Facebook page could use some love. Our our Twitter page, the HH Podcast Show Show, uh, on Twitter could really really use some love because yeah. we we're could use to, some followers. Yeah, on Yeah, we're that. trying to get that Twitter action going. Yeah, um, and also 
Look out for us uh, February 21st. We're going to be at the Sci-Fi Saturdays Bartow. We're very yeah. excited. You've probably seen and heard the commercials. And yeah. If you haven't checked out our episode, we actually interviewed Sean Sardinsky and Lois Lane. Definitely check those out. It's great, great episodes. Awesome episodes. We enjoyed having them in the studio. They're great people. They're they're uh, you know having a lot of fun with this convention, and they, they really want to put this uh, event out there. And uh, if you're definitely, if you're a sponsor or a vendor and you want to be involved, definitely get, check them out as well. So, uh, we're very excited about that live gig there as well. So. Definitely, definitely are. And we hope uh, all of you, our fans, can come out and see us because that will be our second live gig. Uh, we're going to have some uh, – we can't talk about everything just yet, but we're going to have some swag out there mm-hmm. to give away. Yep. So definitely want to come out and get your, your hands on some of the first ever Happy Hour Johnny and Deuce swag. Yep. So definitely want to come out for that. And it's going to be a good time. It's going to be an all-day event, hopefully live Twitch streaming. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Yep. So, as always, when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, there are not one, but two, two hashtags. hashtags. Hashtag happy, happy hour, hour podcast. podcast and hashtag Deuces Deuce on, on the loose. loose. Later, guys. See you.